This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Appreciate you joining us today on a fabulous Monday afternoon. Levi from High Five joining us right now. High Five Plumbing, I should say. Levi, how are you today, sir? Good, John. How are you today? I'm doing great. Did you have a good weekend, even though we had a little uh, rain and weather there Saturday? I did, yeah. I actually enjoyed the cooler weather. I'm not sure about you, but I enjoyed it. It wasn't too bad. We had a car show Saturday, so actually the cooler weather made that not so bad. A little, I mean, a little chilly, still had a good turnout, so actually it turned out to be a really decent weekend. Awesome. All right, so speaking of, that was kind of a reminder, I think, for everybody that's out there as well, that winter is not that far away, and... Uh, you know, there are certain things that you need to be doing around the house to be ready for those seasonal changes. I know one of the things we talked about last time we were on, but it's probably more important now than then, is swamp cooler service. I'm guessing a lot of folks are getting to the point where they're starting to shut those down. You guys can handle all that, right? Yeah, that's correct. You know, it's getting to that time of year um, where swamp coolers are getting shut down. You're not really needing the AC as much as you thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, right now is where, you know, a lot of people get caught by surprise. You know what I mean? Because it just takes one night of a freeze and it could cause problems. So uh, it's always better to kind of look at the forecast, but plan a little bit early, uh, knowing that we are going to be busy doing a lot of those the later it gets. Okay. Uh, lead time, does it, I mean, where are you at as far as lead time for most folks, for most folks listening? Uh, you know, for anybody who uh, calls in from your show, John, we usually get to them within 24 to 48 hours. Okay. No problem. Okay. So folks listening, and again, I'm with you, Levi. We're at a point now where, uh, you know, things are getting cool enough at night to where you really could open some windows and doors and not worry too much about what you need during the daytime. Within the next week or so, really no reason not to go ahead and get it serviced at this point. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I said, it's really time to start to at least put it on your schedule. Uh, and start to plan for that, uh, as well as, you know, remembering to unhook your hose faucets at night. Uh, you know, little things like that where we just have have, have, have left them over the whole summer, um, and you just think it's going to be, and then just one night it gets real cold, and it catches you by surprise. When it comes to things like bo- boilers and, you know, heaters and things like that, cold water heaters, things that, you know, folks use on a routine basis, you know, they need annual maintenance as well. Is that a good time to do that as well? Yeah, you know, we do recommend anything that's in your home that is uh, considered like a a fixture. So a water heater, a furnace, a boiler, any of those things, you should be maintaining once a year. Okay. Um, You really should not be, um, you know, that's what the manufacturer specs. If you were to take the time to to read the whole handbook, Mm -hmm. it does say that you should be doing it once a year at least. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, we definitely recommend getting on a schedule, whether it's springtime or fall time. Those are both good times to kind of get into the schedule of doing it yearly. And whatever you do, folks, just continue to stick with that. And and those are things, and, and I I mean, I'm as guilty of this as anybody, Levi. Those are things that people just forget about. They are. Yeah, it is. It's true, John. You know, we, we that's why, you know, we do have a great program where, you know, if you would like to get on a, on a list of people, we, we do have a list of people that we remind to do their annual maintenances every year. Okay. Uh, and we just call them um, and make sure to remind them, hey, you know, it's been a year since your last maintenance. Uh, and, and so we do have a list of, so any listeners that would like to be on that list, just call in. Okay. We, you know, in fact, I'm going to talk about it today some, uh, if I have time, you know, time permitting, I will. But the Colorado River, you know, the, the pack that's there, it's not functioning, it's not working. They're, they're pulling more out of it than what was really ever designed to be in the first place. They've allocated too much, so they're pulling more water. We all know that there's already water conservation programs in place. It's going to get, I think, Levi 
much worse. You're already seeing cities like Aurora, you know, banning new homes coming in and putting any kind of turf in. It, you know, everything's going to start looking like Arizona before long. What sort of money savings or what, which, you know, water savings equals money savings. What are some of the money savings, water savings things that, you know, either a tip or things that you guys can install that'll help folks along that way? You know, the, the biggest thing is, is if your house is older than, you know, 2004, 2005, then all of your fixtures can be updated to be more water saving. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, everything from your shower to your kitchen to your bathroom sink, they could all be upgraded to a more water conservative fixture. Okay. Um, so if that's something that you are interested in as well, um, you know, that's something that we can come in and, and start to talk about those things. Uh, you know, they do create a lot of... Uh, uh, regulations to where most plumbing fixtures just automatically any new plumbing they're already that way right automatically meet all the regulations okay exactly. okay now i also know we talked briefly about this last time but i wanted to get into this a little bit more because i think there's more savings here than most po- most people realize water heaters regular tank water heaters they are keeping that water at a constant temperature whatever you set that at 120 130 whatever that you know whatever the range is 105 110 again they're, they're adjustable and folks like them kind of all over the place but depending upon you know how hot you want your water that's what it's maintaining on an ongoing basis where instant heaters i mean if you're not using your heater all day long until you get home at night to cook dinner levi why heat the water all day long because that's essentially what you're doing with a regular tank type heater correct yeah, that's correct. You know, that, that tank is designed to stay at that temperature all the time. So, you know, you leave on vacation for four or five days, it's still heating water as if you were there. Great point. Uh, so, yes, uh, on-demand and heating uh, instant hot water heaters are definitely a route that could also now uh, save you some money as well as save some energy. One other thing, too, that, that I know, it's it's sort of a luxury item, although it's a savings as far as water goes as well. And, and I, I've got to believe that a little bit of electricity that it takes to run the pump, you're still savings, you're still ahead. And that is, and I know it's not retrofitable, or maybe it is to all homes. This was a question I had for you. If you don't have access to you know, a crawl space or a basement with the plumbing, do you have the ability to put the recirculating pumps in for like master baths and things like and things like that to where you're not sitting there waiting five minutes depending on how far away that I, I'm, well, I know we're not supposed to call them masters anymore Levi they're primary baths now but wherever the primary is depending upon how far away that is from your main heater you you could stand there waiting for hot water for two three minutes and all that water's going down the drain while you're waiting you guys can put a pump in and recirculate that and make that come along a lot faster correct. Correct, and, and and that's a good question, uh, John. You know, because it, we can retrofit it to any water heater. Okay. So if you if you are a person who, uh, you know, does have that problem of a long time to get to your furthest fixture, you know, two three minutes, then we can retrofit a a circulation system that will cut it down to within ten to fifteen seconds. You'll get hot water at that fixture. Okay, and again, folks, these are things that. Again, Levi, best thing to do is just have you guys come out, evaluate all the different things going on in the home. And again, I'm not saying that, you know, somebody's got to come in and retrofit everything tomorrow. But if you guys could come in and give an evaluation, which I know you would do of a particular home. And, hey, these are all the different things that we can do over the course of time to save you money. Maybe somebody wants to go ahead and do it all at once. That's that's fine as well. But the reality is you guys could come through and especially – and, I again, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to – you know, step on anybody's toes, Levi, but I got to believe that homes that are 10 plus years or over would be a great candidate to have you guys come through and look at what could be done to improve the efficiencies, or is that even too old? I mean, yeah, that's a good timeline. You know, 10 years is a good timeline, not just for the fixtures and efficiency, but just to check your plumbing in general. Okay. Uh, Because 10 10 years of use on any plumbing system, uh, it should definitely start to be a yearly maintenance and and evaluation of the entire system. Okay, perfect. All right, how do they get a hold of you, Levi? Uh, give us a call. Um, we have our number is 877-WE-HIGH-5. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, definitely reach out. And uh, all the listeners this month, uh, we're actually giving a free tub of BioClean drain treatment okay. whenever a listener calls in. So it's actually a $90 value that we're giving to all the listeners for free when they call in. And, what, and just to refresh our memories, what does that do? Uh, that's just a, a drain preventative maintenance treatment. What it does is it you put it in your drains once a month, and it helps prevent your drains from getting stinky and plugged. Okay, perfect. Good idea. Got, okay, question for you. A lot of folks that are listening to us aren't on sewer. They do have septic. Is it septic safe? 
It is, and it's actually designed for septic tanks. Okay. Uh, it's a septic tank cleaner as well. Awesome. All right, Levi, I appreciate it very, very much. So for everybody listening that's free this month, give them a call, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Levi, I kept you a little longer, but I had lots of questions even on my own because I just know there's things folks can be doing right now to, to save energy. Energy is going to get more and more expensive as time goes by. Anything, anything they can do now to save money, they should be looking at. Yeah, I agree, John, and thanks, thanks for bringing all those up. Great, great point. Appreciate it very much, Levi. Have a great night, sir. Yep, thanks, John. All right, you're very, very welcome. And I'll do question of the day as soon as we come back, so don't go anywhere. Golden Eagle Financial is coming up next. Al Smith wants to help you with all of your financial plans, and and that includes some of the things that we just talked about. How are you going to save? And by the way, you, you can't save your way to retirement. You do have to invest and do some things to get to retirement and have enough money to live on once you're there. That's where Al comes into play. KLZRadio.com, 303-744-1128. While you can't avoid every risk, you can create a plan to make losses less likely with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. As you approach retirement, you are less tolerant of market risk because you can't afford to lose money to market volatility. When you reach retirement, you no longer have income to replace what you may lose. Your nest egg is your income because you are no longer employed and usually don't have a consistent cash flow. When you have concerns about the safety of your nest egg due to market volatility, Al Smith and Golden Eagle Financial can help you with strategies that will minimize your risk. In or near retirement, you no longer have the time you did when you were younger to replace what you may lose due to market volatility. Protect the investment of your time and preserve your money with retirement planning from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Connect with Al today at klzradio.com money, or you can call Al at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, up next, we've got Solar Energy Partners, and we we're just talking to Levi at High Five Plumbing about saving energy. This is one great way to save energy. As I talked about this on Friday on Ready Radio, they've got the ability to even help you be off-grid if and when the grid goes down. They can do that for you as well. No out-of-pocket, by the way, for you as a homeowner. Doesn't take a lot of credit to make this happen. Nothing hits your credit report or dings you, by the way. And there's some rebates available on this as well that make it very, very entertaining to do. Alan Davis is the gentleman you need to talk to. I've talked to Alan many times already, and I would say just give him a call and find out what he can do for you. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest in solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Allen only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power now. Make your investment today by contacting Allen. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. All right, RoofMax is next. It's actually Roof Savers of Colorado, and that's exactly what they want to do is save your roof, if possible. But if not, they can replace it as well. And right now, there's a $250 off any application they would do, or a replacement of a roof as well. 303-710-6916, or find them at RushToReason.com. If you think you need a new roof, think again. I might be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. Hi, this is Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado. We specialize in helping 90% of our clients avoid a costly replacement by adding at least five more years of life to the roofs, and is guaranteed with a five-year transferable warranty. However, if it makes more sense to replace your roof due to wear and tear or storm damage, we are more than happy to do so. Yet our goal is to do everything we can to get you more life from your existing roof whether it is an asphalt shingle roof or a flat roof for both residential or commercial. Give us a call at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. 303-710-6916.
or go to RoofSaversCO.com and I will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Mention you heard this on KLZ 560 to receive your $250 fall discount. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Today's question of the day. Charlie and I actually talked about this on Friday. I probably would have known the answer to this after talking to Charlie. But before she was Queen of England at age 18, what did Princess Elizabeth take training in? Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. So before she was Queen of England at age 18, what did Princess Elizabeth take training in? And again, I would not have known this answer other than Charlie and I were talking about it on Friday. And it's actually... Very interesting, and lots of things all over the internet about uh, Queen Elizabeth, and I don't even know where to start. There's there's so much nonsense that goes on on the internet, and you know so many different things that are out there in regards to who she was, what she wasn't. You know, on and on and on we go. Um, all I can say, didn't know the lady personally, of course. She was the longest reigning queen that I can ever remember because she's been there the entire time I've been alive. And I think she went through Charlie, correct me if I'm wrong, 15 presidents, I want to say. I think it's 15. I counted them the other day as there was this video scrolling through all of the different presidents she had met since Truman on, and I believe it's 15. So I don't think there's anybody alive today that would, I mean, there's maybe somebody alive today, but it's only a handful that would remember England without her as being queen. So just, just again, whatever your thoughts are on, on you know, Queen Elizabeth, I'm not going to change your opinion one way or the other. And frankly, I have no opinion. I, I don't track what goes on in England all that much. My feelings on that are we left there some 260-plus years ago, and I have no intention of going back. I know that's our motherland, but we left there for good reason. And as I said the other day to Andy, I'm guessing that they wish today— they had never separated from us, especially knowing now the resources that we have here in North America and the United States of America that they do not have. But that's a, a side note. Speaking of nonsense, when will Colorado end our nonsense? What I mean by that is there's an article out today in Fox 31. When will Colorado end the COVID-19 disaster declaration? Because guess what? It's been renewed yet again. So Governor Polis extended the COVID-19 disaster declaration in the state back in August, which allows the state to be nimble in responding to pandemic and access state and federal funds for combating the virus. The order was set to expire on September 16th, but now the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment has extended the public health order through October 9th. It's never going to end. And part of this is because they gain so much power out of having this order in play, including what employers have to pay for sick time and on and on and on we go. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's done. It's over, yet power-hungry bureaucrats will not let it go period. We've talked about this every single week for an hour. And even when I'm not here, we replay the previous hours where we've had, you know, direct conversation with Dr. Kelly Victory, myself and Steve House. Dr. Kelly, of course, being the expert in this. And by the way, for those of you that may not believe this, that are on the left, there really hasn't been anything Dr. Kelly's been wrong on yet. I'll repeat that. Out of everything we've talked about, even some of the predictions Dr. Kelly made in regards to COVID, the response of, and so on, she hasn't been wrong yet. In fact, a lot of people publicly owe Dr. Kelly and folks like her, myself included, an apology because of the things they said about us that just flat out weren't true. We did nothing more than read the data, take a common sense approach to what was going on with COVID all the way through, responded accordingly. Dr. Kelly gave a litany of things you could do to keep your immune system up, which all the, all the folks, by the way, hats off to all of you that followed that, by the way. I've getting, I continue to get reports in from those of you that listen to what Dr. Kelly said and either have, have had very, very mild cases of COVID or when you did have COVID, you came out of it just fine. Not saying that everybody that gets COVID, if they do that, will be fine. I'm no, by no means making a blanket statement. She would not do that either. 
but your chances of surviving anything virus-related when your immune system is up is just common sense. That's how it works. The more you keep your immune system up, it's like keeping your car well-maintained when a problem does come around, your chances of surviving that are much higher than when you don't. It's common sense. But we have none of that left in government, especially here in Colorado, because we are still still extending this disaster declaration. Folks, there's no more disaster. Look around. It doesn't exist. The hospitals have never been overrun, even in the height of COVID. We still had plenty of beds left in Colorado. Yes, there were times where everybody was getting, not everybody, the powers that be were getting nervous that we are running short. Of course, we weren't. We kept hearing from the news media that, oh, ICU units are at 90%. Well, they're designed to be, as we discussed many, many times in the past. Oh, we we only have X amount of empty beds left. Hospitals are designed to run at 90% capacity or above. In fact, they shift patients around all the time in emergency situations because hospital A might be full, so you send them to hospital B. That's how they're designed to work. We were not told any of that, of course, during COVID because they blew everything out of proportion. And they still are. We are no longer in a disaster. I'm not sure we ever were in a disaster. We handled everything about COVID completely wrong. And by the way, still are. I still get questions for people that want to come on air talking about how bad Omicron and even the new variants are going to be. They haven't been. We'll shift gears. i got a guest that's going to join us here in just a few minutes. Uh, Sally Pipes is going to be with us. So hang tight. High Five Plumbing. And we talked to Levi earlier. Anything you need from High Five Plumbing, it's easy. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Also find them on our website, klzradio.com. Come join the High Five team. High Five Plumbing has been in business for over 10 years in Denver, Colorado, and was recently awarded Denver Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. We are a family business focused on residential service with two locations in the Denver metro, and we're hiring. We're currently looking for plumbing technicians, installers, apprentices, customer service representatives, and dispatchers. High Five offers competitive perks with full medical benefits including health, vision, and dental, paternity and maternity leave, unlimited time off with advance notice, and 48 hours of PTO. Strategize your career and work at High Five Plumbing. Our apprentice program will teach you and guide you to become a plumbing technician. You'll be around our best senior technicians in the industry. No matter what you apply for, High Five offers regular training and career development opportunities. Apply to be a part of the High Five Plumbing Crew and find a professional, growth-oriented community where every workday ends with a high five. Apply at HighFivePlumbing.com and click on Now Hiring. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner, and his name says it all. He is mobile. He'll come to you. Just call him and figure out where you want to meet and how. 720-394-6887. Michael Bailey talks about the darkness of facing a life-or-death situation up front, so you and your family don't need to worry about it later. He does everything in his power to make it less scary while teaching you what you need to know about end-of-life and crisis scenarios. Unfortunately, you're either prepared or you're not. There is no middle ground, so you should be involved now in who gets to make the big decisions about what happens to you later when you aren't able. Michael Bailey helps you understand what you need in your estate plan and why, doing everything in his power to take the fear out of it. You want to be prepared for how an unplanned situation could affect your loved ones, even though it's hard to think about now. In the long run, you and your family will be well prepared and more confident about the unforeseen. Mobile estate planning from Michael Bailey means you don't need to dwell on the what-ifs. Set up a free, zero-risk consultation at klzradio.com estate today. All right, folks, save the storks. And you've heard them uh, now for several months here on Rush to Reason. They are now becoming a staple of what we do here. And uh, they are a pro-life organization. Yes, very much like us. They want to see life continue. They value it. There is a Lux for life event this Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. at Mike Ward McLaren. My notes say these are cool cars. Folks, these aren't just cool cars. These are truly 
supercars. If you don't know what McLaren is, go look one up. These are cars that most folks, myself included, would love to own. There'll be appetizers, drinks, a putting green. Matt Hammett will be there from Sanctus Real. He'll sing as well. It'll be a fun night. And ultimately, what we're trying to do there is raise money to build a stork bus for Colorado. These are buses that run around with ultrasound machines, and they literally help those that are pregnant, that are trying to make a decision on what to do. It helps them make an educated decision because they can see the life that's in their womb. It's literally that easy, folks. Let's get them another bus. SaveTheStorks.com is the website. It's not the. It's just SaveTheStorks.com. My birth mother recently told me that she drove two hours to a clinic to abort me. But when she arrived for her appointment, she changed her mind and instead found an adoption attorney. I was just 10 minutes from being aborted, but something tugged at my birth mother's heart. And by the grace of God, I'm alive today. My name is Diane Ferraro, and I'm CEO at Save the Storks. I need you to join me in our mission and help us give women the chance to choose life for their babies. Think of the hundreds of women every week traveling from other states to get abortions here in Colorado. With your support, we can give them a reason to choose life. If you're a business owner or have been blessed financially this year, please join us as a partner and give $100, $500, or $1,000 a month. We need you to give generously so we can put a mobile medical unit right here. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and donate today. Please, don't wait. Go to SaveTheStorks.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back, and she has been with us before, so I'm going to welcome her back. Sally Pipes is with us now. Sally, welcome. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And you? It's always a joy to talk to you. I'm doing great and been looking forward to talking to you ever since your name came up last week. So I appreciate you joining us. You've got a article here recently out, too, that I want to make sure that we, we talk about. There's more things, of course, we can get to as well. Pacific Research Institute is where Sally is from, folks. But let's talk about, you've got an op-ed in New, in New Max talking about socialized medicine and the fact that it will not extend life expectancy. Exactly. And, I mean, life expectancy, the the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention just came out with their stats showing that the um, average um, life expectancy in America between 2020 and 21 had gone down from 79 years to 76 years. And they're saying that this is because of our health care system. And, of course, it's not. There are many things that go into life expectancy. And when you look at the United States, you know, how many deaths per capita compared to other wealthy countries of a similar um, level of wealth. If you look at gun violence, you look at drug overdoses, you look at car deaths, all of these things are things that America on a per capita basis has much higher rates than other countries. And it has nothing to do with, with whether you have health insurance or not. So when you look at life expectancy, we, we, we have to stop people like those in the Commonwealth Foundation, the CDC, the, and the World Health Organization from saying that our life expectancy is lower because of the healthcare system. It's because we have, as I say, obesity, we have um, deaths from homicides on a much greater basis, um, car deaths, 40,000 car deaths last year alone, 109,000 deaths to date this year from, from drug overdoses. Mm. These, these are incredible numbers, but it says something about longevity, but it has nothing to do with our healthcare system and the type of healthcare we have. In other words, socialized medicine and being able to have a single-payer system is not going to change it. In fact, I would predict, Sally, that it would actually make it much worse than it currently is now. And I've said this for years. I've had even conversations with folks on you know, the other side of the aisle about this very topic, that yes, there are other countries where their life expectancy is better than it is here. But they're also not as free. They're not as free to make choices, good, bad, or otherwise. And the reality is we in America, unfortunately, at times don't make the best of choices. Well, exactly. I mean, we have very high rates of diabetes, of obesity, and a lot of people in America, you know, are not into exercise. They're not into healthy living. And if you look at the um, uh, rate, uh, longevity rates across the country, the Pacific Northwest and um, uh, Massachusetts have very much higher levels of life expectancy. Yeah, we we actually do here as well. You know, we have some of the lowest obesity rates here in Colorado. We're we're sort of spoiled, and there's times where even we, Sally, have to kind of look around and realize, wait a minute, time out. We're 
we're unique when I travel other places and not trying to pick on anybody. But, you know, if I travel to the south and see my son down in the Texas area, it does not look like Colorado. I'll just say that. No, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm an ex. I am retired from my skiing. I still play tennis. But, you know, I'm very committed to this, as are people in Colorado, a lot of people in, in California and in Washington State. But not every um, state is, is the same, and that's why we see different different rates. And a socialized system of medicine, such as Canada, where there's absolutely no private insurance allowed for anything considered medically necessary. And last year, the average wait from seeing a primary care doctor to getting treatment by a specialist was almost half a year, 25.6 weeks. And so if you can't get, you know, cancer care, you can't get um, timely diagnoses, you know, this is a problem. Fortunately, 217,000 Canadians cross the border and come into right. the U.S. and right. pay out of pocket. Right. No, so, I, I, and I'm somebody that, that you, you don't know this, but most, some of my listeners do. It's been a while now since I had a son-in-law that passed a few years ago that was a Canadian, my, my daughter, and he both lived up there, and he passed away from uh, gallbladder cancer. And I will tell you, Sally, that, and we all know this, and he knew this at the time as well, had he been in the U.S. and been able to get diagnosed much, much sooner, I mean, they let what he had go on far longer than it needed to. And the reality is, I mean, would he still be alive today in the U.S.? I can't answer that. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But I will tell you that the amount of wait time that he had going through that whole process was nothing like what would have happened here in the United States of America. Well, absolutely. And my own mother died from colon cancer in Canada, in Vancouver, because as a senior, she could not get a colonoscopy because mm. the doctor told her too many younger people on the list. They're ahead of you. So by the time she got it, yeah. um, she died within two weeks. So mm. this is this is what happens when government says we're only going to yep. spend 11 percent of GDP on health care. And that's it. Yeah, and by the way, folks, those of you listening, I, I know most of my listeners, Sally, would understand this, although we've get, we get listeners from all walks of life, both sides of the aisle, and the reality is you go to socialized medicine, and what we have right now, and I, I, can, I, can, I can bet my life on this one, Sally, it will get worse, not better. Well, absolutely. I mean, when the government in Canada fully took over the health care system in 1984, this started in the 40s, um, you know, it, the wait times have grown from 9.3 weeks when we started measuring to 25.6 weeks from 1993 to 2021. So it will get worse. And if you look at the National Health Service in the UK, where the UK does allow private coverage to run parallel and about 13% of Brits have private care. But right now, there are a record 6.73 million Brits who are on a waiting list. And there's another study that came out that's being hidden that says it's 10 million people. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that People in America don't realize when government is in control that they will determine what kind of health care you get and how long, you know, when you're going to get it and how long you'll live. Mm -hmm. Is it any wonder that in Canada they keep promoting, you know, um, you know, um, killing yourself, um, you know, early because because it's cheaper if someone dies rather than keeping them on expensive uh, life saving um, treatments? Sally, why is it then? I mean, to me, this is not that complicated. I mean, I went through a lot of different things with, you know, between looking at figures and just common sense. And so when I talked about COVID and how in Colorado, we're still on our our emergency orders, even they got extended again here in Colorado, which no offense, COVID has been long gone for. uh, There's no reason to have emergency orders out anymore other than just to control, you know, other than to control more things in a more, quote unquote, timely fashion by those that that are drunk on power, as far as I'm concerned, which, by the way, if you look, if you look at what's happened there, tell me how a single payer system would be any different than that and how it wouldn't get much worse. Well, it would get much worse because there would be fewer dollars chasing patients, and so there would be far less money to get the tests and get the vaccinations. I mean, think about it. The vaccines were developed in this country. They weren't developed um, in, in Canada or in the U.K. They were developed, for the most part, here in America, and, we, and we're very fortunate. So when government's only going to spend 11% of GDP on health care, we spend about 18%. You just Care has to be denied. Care will be rationed. And, of course, in Canada and the U.K., the older you are, um, the less likely you are to get to get timely timely care. And you know, if you look at the um, the new drugs between 2011 and 2018 in America, we had access to 89 percent of the new drugs developed worldwide. In Canada, it's only 44 wow. percent. The Patented Medicine Prices Review Board can says you know what drug is going to come into the country at what price and whether it'll go on a formulary. Wow! Wow! Again. Those, those folks out there that think a single, and, and I get it, Sally, I wasn't going to say it, those folks that think single payer is the answer, it's not. And I understand, 
folks want to head that direction because in a lot of ways, it's, I believe, Sally, by design. They have jacked up the prices across the board because we have so many things healthcare-wise we do wrong that continue to push those prices up, that people keep looking at what they're spending on out-of-pocket and premiums and so on. It's one of the biggest things in Colorado right now that people are concerned about when it comes to even politics and voting. And I understand all of that, but single-payer will not fix any of that. It'll make it worse. Well, it absolutely will. And, you know, I mean, we, we now have laws on the books that, may, are, that where hospitals are supposed to, you know, post their prices. They're paying fines and not posting them. There's so many ways putting doctors and patients in charge, bringing more That's competition right. That's to right. the healthcare system will make us live longer. We've actually done it the opposite. We've eliminated, as you know, we've eliminated competition. We've consolidated. We don't let folks know what prices of things really are. Uh, there's a lot of things that, in my opinion, just go below the board, not above the board, Sally, and it does everything possible to jack the prices up, not reduce them. Well, and when you look at the mandated benefits, you know, That's right. under Obamacare, 10 essential health benefits, these benefits add 20 to 50 percent to the cost of a premium. Young people, not myself, but younger people want a plan that will cover them in the event of an emergency. They don't want to have to cover alcohol rehabilitation, to pay for alcohol Sally, rehabilitation. Sally, I'm, I'm 58, and frankly, I would take that same plan, but I can't do that to your point. And I'm very, very healthy, seldom ever go to the doctor, just don't have a need to. So the reality is I don't need, I could get by with a catastrophic plan as well. Uh, absolutely, and many, many people could, and particularly, you know, younger people, and Mr. Trump brought in the short-term limited duration plans. They're banned in California. They're banned in uh, New York. I mean, you know, as you mentioned a minute ago, public health officials want to be in charge. That's right. They want to call all the That's shots. Right. They want to keep control of us. That's exactly right. And, and they, they are doing their very best to make that happen. How do folks find you, Sally? It's always a joy talking to you. How do folks find you? Um, our, our website is www. .pacificresearch.org and all of my columns and things and, and uh, other people and other issues at PRI are on our website. Uh, again, great, great website, folks. Head there, check everything out. Sally, again, you're always welcome anytime. I always enjoy when your name pops up, and I appreciate you joining us from time to time. Great. Well, thank you so much, John. You're very great welcome, show. Sally. Bye. Have a great evening. We appreciate it very much. Let's do this. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next, and they want to help you, again, with all of your, not just HVAC needs, but they can handle the electric side. They can add things. They can make life more convenient for you. They've got energy-saving devices as well. Whatever it happens to be, Absolute can help you with whatever those items are. 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. KNR Home Transitions, and as I say, the name says it all. Whether you're looking to buy something to upgrade, downgrade, you're looking to buy a rental property, you're looking to maybe capitalize on what you have as far as you know your profitability goes, but maybe transition somewhere else where it's not as expensive. And yes, there are still areas in Colorado where that is a possibility. Uh, call the ladies, Catherine and Robin, today. They joined us on Friday. They would love to chat with you and help you develop a plan whereby they can make all that happen. 720-437-8210. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. 
From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com home. Again, that's klzradio.com home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. Get ready to be your own boss. Up until now, you've owned a job, not a business. And with John Rush, you can change that. You need to allow your business to be its own entity so that you can live your life and reap the rewards of the labor it took to start it. John helps you understand where your life can be improved and separated from your organization so it can run independently. You should not be the most integral part of your operation. That's not a good business model. John Rush gives you important insight from his 40 years of experience on stepping up to be your own boss first before your business can run independently. Your business should work for you, not against you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com, john at rushtoreason.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 56. We talked last week about how in California they are raising the minimum wage for fast food workers to, I believe, is $23 an hour. Now... This is a side note to that because this is really happening across the country, but places like this in California or things like this, what I just said in California, will make what I'm going to say even worse. This is an article that Charlie actually sent me the end of last week. Take your fries and leave. This is on Slate.com, a very conservative organization that loves to print out lots of truthful, knowledgeable information. Not, they're about as, they, are, they are the definition of the left. Slate is. But this is actually a good article. And Charlie, like I, we read things from all over. Even a lot of the left-leaning or left websites. This is one of them. Take your fries and leave. Why fast food is racing to ditch the dining room. Now, I will tell you this. I didn't read all of this word for word because, frankly, I don't have to. If I was consulting as a business consultant, a fast food chain, I would be telling them, ditch your dining room. You don't need it. You don't need it. Very few people need to go into the dining room of your fast food restaurant and eat. And Charlie just said, the ones that do are two things. They either cause problems or waste a lot of your time. One of the two. In other words, some are just there to create issues. You've seen videos and images of that. I don't have to go any further. You've seen that. Or, and I'll just, I'll just say it like it is, they're the four or five old guys that have nowhere else to go, so they're going to go hang out at McDonald's for three or four hours in the booth and, frankly, just take up time. Now, if that's you, God bless you, love you, that's great. They actually have designed the booths and the chairs in most of these fast food joints to not sit there for three or four hours. They make them uncomfortable on purpose, so you'll leave. They don't want you there very long. They want you to eat and leave. Why? Because you're taking up space. Now, why would I tell fast food joints to ditch their dining room? Because there's a cost there that I don't feel they're benefiting from. That's why. Again, I didn't have to read the article. I'm sure Charlie did, and Charlie can tell me if I'm right, wrong, or otherwise. But without even reading it, I looked at this and said, yep, I can see why you would want to do this. Why? Because you're not making any money from people sitting there and eating at all. Your money is made in pushing that food out that drive-up window or over that counter. Period. You are not making any money with them sitting down. Occasionally, somebody might sit down and say, oh, I want some extra fries. The problem is usually they come up and you give them to them. They're not making any money on that. In fact, there's a little known secret at McDonald's. If you take the container back up to the counter and say, will you fill this up? They will for free. Most don't know that, but yes, they will do that. How do I know that? I just read a lot. <laughs> Charlie's laughing at me. <laughs> I, I don't go to McDonald's. 
Rarely, Charlie knows this, rarely do I ever go to McDonald's. It's, it's a rare occasion. Usually, if I do, it's a breakfast sandwich. I love their McMuffins. They do have, I think, the greatest fries. I don't care what anybody says. They have the, I believe they have the greatest fries. That's above everybody else. And I know people call in and argue, whatever. Teach his own. And that's a little known, it's a little known secret that if you take your empty container and walk back up, they will refill it. There's other fast food joints, I'm sure, that will do the same thing. And again, what I just said, at the end of the day, costs them money. They don't make any money by you hanging out in the dining room. John and Cheyenne, what's up? Well, I, I kind of would like to debate that a little bit. So it depends on the location of your restaurant. If you're a McDonald's, say, the one right off of I-25 as you come into Cheyenne, there may be people that go in there because they just they drove up from the springs and they want to have a bite to eat and take a 12 from sitting in the car. Okay. But what are they making? No no offense, John, but what does the restaurant make by having them do that? Because they're going to buy food anyways. Whether they sit in the car or they go in, they're buying food. What do they make by having them hang out in the restaurant? Uh, Probably some good reviews. That, you know, there's a lot of restaurants that you see now online that are getting bad reviews because the dining room's always closed, hasn't opened since COVID. Understand, but again, as a, if I was their consultant, in fact, producer Ann just sent me this text message. One of my teenage boys works for a fast food restaurant, and they make more money when the lobby is closed than when it's open, proving my point. Probably. I, you know, there's a... There's uh, Taco John's right next to the state capitol in Cheyenne, and half the time their lobby's closed due to staffing issues anyway. That, and that, and therein lies start. the other issue. There, you can't find enough to staff. You're now, you know, not everywhere, but in California, you're now going to pay twenty three dollars an hour to have somebody run around and mop the floors and clean up after people that just ate inside of your restaurant. That, by the way, John, they would have bought that food and ate anywhere anyway. So why do you need the restaurant open? Why do you need the lobby open? Right. Other than maybe having to use a latrine. Well, and again, I, I would advise them where you still have a walk-up counter. I don't want to. I don't think you should close that completely off. You still have your walk-up counter like you would the drive-up. So if I, I'm one of those guys at times where the drive-through super long. I'll walk in, buy the food, and still leave. I'm not going to oh. hang out and eat there. But I also will use the restroom and clean up if need be. And I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping that right. open and giving that experience to your customer. But just to have people come inside and hang out and. And, you know, go to the children's area and play in the dirty, stinky, nasty balls and so on. Um, no, I would kill all that. No, I, I kind of agree. If you're going to stop on the road, you might want to stop at like a mid-level place. Correct. Anyway. And that might change some of that. And that, that will be, you know what, that might be, that might be uh, the thing that happens. I don't know on that, John. It may very well. Yeah. yeah. Can I jump back to your... Yes. Oh, exactly what you were talking about. I little... It turned out to be nothing, but I went to the emergency room on a Saturday okay. with a pain in my chest. It was, it was nothing. Um, and even though I have really good coverage, I still wound up going out of pocket for almost 1100 bucks. Gee whiz, that's expensive, John. I know. And I, that's an emergency room visit on average. Wow. Here's what gets here's what gets me the most. I got a separate bill from the doctor in the emergency room. Yep. Yep. He's a contractor. Now, now, but so you're telling me he's not getting paid at all by that hospital? He he's billing on his own typically. Okay. He might well, he might get still, a. I don't know how that works exactly. Somebody in the healthcare world could probably, you know, clue me in and tell me. But I believe he's getting some sort of a stipend, John, uh, and there's some sort of an agreement. Right. In fact, he may very well have an agreement where he actually pays them some of what he pays you or what he charges you. Uh, because you know, I first I didn't, I hadn't hit my deductible, so I had to pay that, which is always the you oh, know, yeah. yeah, that's expected. But then everything else, you read over the bill and. Before my insurance kicked in, they charged, and this is because of insur- I have good insurance, almost $5,000 for that visit wow. to the ER. That's crazy. And the doctor 
and the doctor charged almost a grand. Wow. And I wound up having to pay like a, almost 1100 out of pocket. Of course, I do, which anybody who works for a decent, has medical insurance, should try to do flex dollars. So at least yeah. you yeah. don't have to pay. Back. Good point. You know, Good and point. I, do, I do a flex account every year, but I've always said if the government really wanted to make health care affordable, they would make it tax deductible 100%. Not on the front of your W-2, of, of your 1040, on the back. You know where it says mm-hmm. All right, your taxable amount of state mm-hmm. is $8,000, mm-hmm. say? Then you should be right there from that tax. You should be able to deduct all your medical. If they really wanted to met, help people, that's where they would make it deductible, not this 7% of your adjusted gross income crap. Good point. Which is what it is now. Good point. I'm glad but you're okay, John. Glad everything came out fine. Oh, yeah. This, this was in the spring, and it was just, I, I think it was indigestion real bad. But when you're 60, going to be 61, and you get a pain in your chest that doesn't go away, you go get it looked at. You do. Yes. Good yeah. job. Have a good one. You too, John. Appreciate it very much. And he may be right. You know, time will tell whether those that are traveling, and there may be an exception to the rule, and uh, you know, even as a consultant, if I and I'm not, but if I were a consultant to the fast food industry, would you have some exceptions? And again, you can always make you can always let your franchise owner decide what they want to do or not do. But by and large, if I built a new restaurant, especially in town, and it's a fast food restaurant. And by the way, you're going to see more and more of these popping up from everything from Taco Bell to Chipotle and on down the line we go. I would not put a sit down portion where people come and sit and eat. I just wouldn't. And some of you are going to think, John, that just goes against everything we've ever, you know, grown up with. Well, times have changed, folks. And the reality is it's an expense to them to have you sit in that restaurant. And if they can eliminate that expense, their profit goes up. Their costs have already increased substantially across the board. Food, labor, electricity, on down the line we go. They're going to do anything they possibly can to try to reduce that. One of those ways is by... Again, cutting out the dining area. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. American National Insurance is up next. It's another expense, by the way, that they have in every industry is insurance. You guys have it as well. How do you reduce that expense? Call my good friend Paul Lewinberger. He is my agent. Find out what he can do for you to help you save money. 303-662-0789. In tough times when gas is high and inflation is making everything more expensive than it was before, it's tempting to cut your coverage, but you never have you know that the market will go up and down over time. Instead of cutting your coverage, you work with Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance because he rewards your responsibility with his rebate program. You're the type of person who already handles everything on the front end. So by working with Paul, you get a return for your investment because you treat insurance like insurance and not a bank account. You don't make claims on every little ding and scratch you notice on your vehicle when you didn't park well. You expect wear and tear and budget for small expenses. You budget because you know that when the economy gets worse, less people will be fully insured. Cutting back costs them more than the money they thought they were saving. Call Paul right now, 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. You're already responsible, so get rewarded for it. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Folks, again, don't forget about the Save the, Save the Storks event that will be this Thursday night. I know you've heard some of the ads where we've been running those here the last few weeks talking about it, but go to savethestorks.com. You can also call the station and, and just call in here directly to our front office. Uh, just go to klzradio.com and find out exactly how to get registered for that. But Lux for Life, that will be at Mike Ward McLaren. That is this Thursday night at 6.30 p.m., and you can register for that now. We're going to do our best to try to fund a stork bus for Colorado. That's what this event is all about. I'm going to do my very best to be there on my way home if I can. Again, it starts at 6.30. You guys know what time I get off air. So I'll do my best to make all of that work. Uh, If not, still go there, still have fun. And as I said earlier, McLarens are not just cool cars. They are literally supercars, and they they are more than fun to look at. Uh, all by themselves. So we'll be back. Hour number two is coming up. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.